0: How's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the mushroom man. I'm about to jump into another podcast with Alan Belcher, who's fighting for the heavyweight championship in bare knuckle boxing on the 24th of this month. And he's going to be talking about his personal experience for the first time with using mushrooms, how he felt going into that, why he chose to start using mushrooms what intentions, and setting, and everything that went into his planning to start using the mushrooms, and then what it looked like when he went through the mushrooms, and then how it impacted him moving forward in his life, and what someone, for the first time, that wants that's thinking about using mushrooms, can gather a lot of great you know, first-hand experience from Alan in this process, and we're going to talk about that right now. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, How do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous lookalike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining me again, Alan. Um, man, we had a great podcast last session. I thought it w- went really well, and people really yeah. loved it. What you were able to share about your life and you know, everything that you've done, they, um, for the whole process of you know using psychedelics and what they've done for you and the different plants and stuff like that. So, um, thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. thanks for having me again. I'm down here enjoying the uh, South Florida sun and yeah, uh, yeah you got camp. yeah you got your training big fight camp.
0: coming up right here in like a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah I'm doing a portion of my training
1: camp down here in South Florida Florida with Killcliffe um the, the MMA team down here with Henry Hoof and uh, my buddy Chase Sherman has been down here for a while so he kinda introduced me to them so yeah I'm just enjoying it man I'm loving the uh I'm loving it. I'm taking this, this
0: time to get my mind completely focused in. Awesome, man. And I know you're super busy, especially with being so close to the fight and the training. And I know this your day off. So again, just thanks for being here and taking the time to come on today. Um, so yeah, to jump right in, man, get just to get started here. I say, let's talk about your first mushroom experience and what that was like. Like let's start at the beginning. Um, so what, when was that like when like when you were thinking about doing that first time how was that um what was in your life at that point that was that was making you want to do that first uh that first experience um, or that first heavy dose of mushrooms
1: right well i was going to kind of i was going to back up a little bit and kind of um tell everybody how i first started like kind of getting into it
0: okay uh, sure
1: because i already i had already um i guess I would just put it this way. I would say my what would you call a spiritual journey or a you know, awakening type of thing. I feel like it already kind of began, and um, but I wasn't aware of it as much as I wanted to be. and I wanted to be you know, I wanted to take it to the next level. Um, so i was I was more or less like trying to reinvent myself and trying to change a lot of things about my behavior um, uh, several years back. and so. What I was doing, though, is I felt like I was kind of like I was having a fight and stay on top of it. You know, what I mean, I was really having to like, you know, just stay focused. And, and a lot of a lot of it I used was uh, I was using a lot of kind of like anger, almost chip on my shoulder. Like, fucking. I'm tired of how I've been living my life. I need. I'm better than this. I'm going to, you know, I'm meant for greatness. I'm going to go for You know, and I had this kind of like aggressive type of thing, but I wanted to have a more complete understanding you know, a deeper understanding and, and continue to really, really understand myself and have a bigger, better n- knowledge of myself. And I had just, you know, kind of started getting into some meditation and Wim Hof. Wim Hof kind of got me into wet meditation. Mm-hmm. My friend Robbie, uh, he introduced me to, to Wim Hof and, and we were really looking into using mushrooms. For spiritual growth and uh, athletic <laughs> performance, faster learning, a lot of the physical sides of the your your uh your coordination and your body awareness and things too. And this is kind of around the time that I started looking into yoga and things like this. A lot of outside of the box things that you know that fighters, athletes, and stuff are not really that interested in. You've got some very smart people for a long time who have been pointing at this and saying hey you NFL guys let's put let's put yoga in the in the the thing here let's put it in some you know sports psychology let's put give you a therapist or something like that you know some things that are just you know outside of the box ways of thinking and um, we had in our inner circle i think of knowing a lot of different fighters and other professional athletes and stuff. And my friend uh, Robbie being a doctor in physical therapy and being a really you know, knowledgeable on the sports side, we have known about people using uh, psilocybin in, uh, in protocol with athletes for a while. And I had known some athletes um, that had done this uh, we've all heard the stories too of like the, you know, records being broken, no hitter, no hitters being pitched in baseball on on mushrooms or LSD or something. But now there was proof to it. I had actually talked to people about it and I had actually, you know, so my mind was changing towards it. I want to kind of get into it that way. So what I would um, – I'm not going to recommend anything. I would – you know, I'm, I'm just going to – just give well, you my experience and kinda of tell you what i what I learned about it. What was but, your
0: thinking about mushrooms before you started learning about all these other things? Like what Oh, oh,
1: oh, yeah. So what I was what I was thinking was um it wasn't really the type of high or whatever that I wanted like my previous way of thinking was like I'm more gonna be prone to something that's gonna give me more, I guess a social high and be, be kind of like a more personality, mm-hmm. more energy type of thing. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Give zero fucks and just, you know, go whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, I, the whole, you know, tripping on acid and mushrooms thing, is just not really, it's not really my style. <laughs> and if you're not really interested in it, you're re- you're, it's easy to say, well, that could hurt you somehow. That could make you go crazy or something like that. You know? um if it was something that you really want to pursue somehow you'd probably be able to get around some of that stuff you know but yeah. to me it just was like nah, fuck it i don't really have any interest in it and so you know i, I thought of, i'm sure there's been a lot of people that think that feel like that or whatever Um, uh, but it's completely completely the wrong perception
0: so um, did you so did you have any experience with any type of psychedelics before you started moving down this path with um, using mushrooms for health reasons and stuff? Um,
1: I would say no more of like party a little bit with like, uh, MDMA and, and then like last time I told you about that DMT right? smoking DMT. So I okay. had, um, But yeah, the DMT thing was almost like an accident. It wasn't even. It wasn't even in this type of pursuit. Although it did, uh, it did kind of trigger the same thing. You know, I mean, it's more or less showing you a different perception. Whatever you're, whatever like, if you're using any of these psychedelics, the big, the big similarity in them is you'll be able to see from a different angle, a different perception. Right. And you'll be enlightened in a way and having have, a, have a, a different angle to take that back, you know, and start to think about things differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're all they're all on the more scientific, which I'm not I'm I'm dumb as shit whenever it comes to science, but I've just I really, you know, looked into it a lot is you know, it's getting your giving your brain a, a chance to remodel itself and so to speak, um, in the way that the brain does, you know, imagine right. it being softened and being able to mold and then harden, soften mm. and harden like that. Right. <laughs> so, um, but now that I'm on in this time period, I'm on this search for this thing and I'm looking to, to get an edge in my, um, in my training, and my fighting, I'm looking to get an edge in, in my life. And, going in this direction i just want to make sure i keep it going i'm like i don't want to get burned out i don't want to hit that wall you know i want to keep going so you have to keep looking for something to change and something to whatever and that's what that's essentially what you can do with mushrooms is you can start to change the thing that you're wanting to change and to grow into the next version of yourself it's just like a little cheat code for the universe it's a little cheat code (laughs) yeah to give yourself a little bit of head start you're you're going to you know, accelerating, <laughs> You know. Like um, yeah. Also, I'd like to say that something that I've come to understand with knowing a lot of people that have kind of went down this road is the more that you're fucked up, the more you're going to need a little bit of help. You see what I'm saying? Mm. If someone is very mentally healthy and they're progressing through this life and they're kind of going in the right direction. Um, it might be a little easier for them, mm. and may even. And then there's probably. You know, I'm just speculating. This is not. This is not. You know, any statistics that I know of behind this type. But I would guess that. um,
0: Well, I I would say I would say I would say one thing about it because when I did my first like hero's journey on mushrooms for me, I thought I was pretty like comfortable with myself. I was actually the opposite. I was kind of scared that I might change who I was because I really. I thought I liked who I was. And so for me, like when I went through it, like it was like completely shattered everything that I ever thought yeah. I knew about myself. So it was even yeah. it, it was so extreme for me, for someone who thought he was like really had everything together. <laughs> so kind Yeah. Of fun. <laughs> but looking back at it, did you not have everything together? Oh, man, I was. So I the first thing I said to my buddy when I came out of it was I didn't know what to say at the time too much but the one thing that came out of my mouth was I never realized how full of shit I was like that was was fucking like what the hell like (laughs)
1: wow brother wow (laughs) that's what that's uh, that's cool man and that's. that's that's it in a nutshell right there bro (laughs) now you're you're a different person that can admit Mm. that about your old self and it's very cool it's very cool man so dude yeah just just stay on track with the to get into this because i got a couple of little stories that i want to tell you but um in the beginning i'm just starting with real small doses just trying to find a um i guess what would you call it a period of like or a a feeling of like just just starting to feel some uh, result or some experience how it feels. I guess you know what's the word I'm looking for. Um, you're just like a, a very low dose where you're just trying to find your whatever the level is. You know where you can just you know not get too far deep because you're trying. You know there may be like, people watching that are fearful of like jumping. You know into a big dose or whatever. So you're starting from a smaller smaller doses or whatever uh, and so uh at this time with the smaller doses not a lot of times you don't have that big revelation life-changing thing i've seen it in two different people on half a gram a very very small dose really the very first time 15 minutes later their life's changed i've seen it two times wow wow i've seen it That's i've awesome. seen it two times bro Yes, and I'll I'll share that with you too if you, if you have time. But uh, yeah, man. So some of the first ones where you're just kind of trying to get the hang of like how what the difference feels like or whatever, you'll um, my first small 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 tiny doses. Um, I noticed right away visual everything is clearer. Okay, your your eyesight, you seem you feel like you can see so clear, right? you feel like you're more in the present moment, Mm -hmm. right? You feel a little bit more like you're, you don't have any problems, you know, that that that's all just kind of like, you know, on you a little bit. And, and that kind of relieves, you know, it's just a light, a light feeling, but still yet, let me say this. It's not a huge difference. Understanding, right? You know, it's not a huge different perception change. So you, um, you feel these feelings. There's some, you know, some visual light, happiness or whatever. But I I remember the very first um, revelation that I had was I was on a small probably 0. 0.5 okay 0. 0.5 0. 0.6 and then back then back then I, I didn't grind them up or anything I was just biting off the mushroom right that's just, you know and I was kind of measuring it that that way or whatever which is probably very inaccurate <laughs> so what I would call <laughs> at the time what I thought was half of a gram um. Yeah. In the very first revelation I had, I was driving down the road, windows down, had some music playing, just enjoying, wow, how great things felt. I felt that feeling come on. Like, wow, life, right now, this is living life. Living life, it's not something in the future or whatever. This is it. Right now, I'm enjoying the moment, you know, feeling great and the sun shining over there. Yeah. And I just have this feeling of just like the sun uh, speaking to me in a way, you know, and like, I, I get this feeling of just this revelation hits me all of a sudden. And, and I, I realized that all of my problems were had to do with interacting with the wrong people, trying to please the wrong people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that if I could have good relationships and eliminate these negative ones, and stop trying to please the people, my like my, my managing of my relationship with people was all my problems. And it was so fucking simple, bro. It was so simple. And that was just driving down the road, barely feeling anything but some happiness. And then just a, a aha moment ah, with the sun shining that just spent, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. And it
1: was very, it was one of those times when you have these two, your, you memory, it's, it's etched in your memory, brother. It's etched in your memory. Like I don't have that great of a memory. This is, I feel like um, even my pursuit into mushrooms has been to correct and to maintain my memory, open up my memory, maybe stuff that I've I've shut out and things like that. I, have you know, I felt I felt like my memory has improved, but still, yet I'm not a real like remember every detail in life type of person. I feel like I spent you know at least the first half of my life kind of unconscious. Or whatever. Yeah. So
0: I know what you yeah. So
1: so now um so that I remember these revelations is so huge. I feel like it was it's just this this feeling that that you'll never forget and you'll never be the same. Once you see through that lens, you can never you're never the same. So in the beginning, things like this happened and I started as I started to learn more and get you know, get bigger doses, I started to learn how to manage, you know, how to set myself up better going into it and get more out of it and realize that those revelation moments are things that you need to hang on to, hang on to this feeling, hang on to this thought, keep it, keep looking through that lens. And when you come out of the trip, you write it down or make a video, you tell everybody you fucking trust to tell at that time, right? right? And you tell them and you try to etch that into your memory that you can keep, keep remembering over and over and over. Right. Because yeah. that's essentially what we're doing with habits is we're just, we're just, uh, you know, we're waiting for a, a moment somehow that we're just going to stop forgetting how, you know, what to break the habit or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's a great habit to be in when you realize something so clear. You realize it now, you fucking know it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: a, There's a difference. And when you know it, yeah. you realize it. Besides yeah. just having to think. You know, because yeah. everyone knows that p- people are their problems, how they manage the problem mm-hmm. and whatever. I already knew that. But when I realized it, how real it was and that I could change it very easily, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like, wow, I have so much control here. There is a higher identity for myself. There is a higher power that I can reach. We're, I'm trying. Wow. There, there really can be more. How far can this thing go? So yeah. I started to to learn more about it, doing that. And, uh, so I'll go into my next, that whole thing triggered something in me to where, um, I'm not sure if how much we talked about this last time, but this is a really great period of my life that, that I love talking about sure. is, uh, it was, I, 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 had this sense in me, this is the beginning, this is the beginning of COVID. Okay. And at this time I'm really starting you know what? I'm going to go on this. I'm going to go forth and I'm going to go attack it. So I had this feeling of where I wanted to sell everything. Nothing had any meaning to me anymore. And uh, some type of, you know, philosopher or I would say psychologist, I guess, in that realm of people who understand this type of the the ego or whatever, there's a thing called the dark night of the soul. Okay. And um, some people go through it, some don't, but I believe that this was my dark night of the soul where you're, um, things don't have any meaning to you anymore. You don't understand why everyone else is, is in this fucking rat race for all these things that don't mean shit. Why can't they see it? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you kind of wipe the slate clean and you're like, You've almost lost meaning in things yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since you're you're looking through you're looking through a spiritual lens, but it's almost has a dark tint to it. Mm. And it's like, man, there's you know what I mean? So you have to yeah. at that time, you have to rebuild your belief system. You have to rebuild, yeah. you have to start installing new programs to yourself or whatever. So I think that's a way to kind of explain a spiritual journey yeah so dude, I get a camper. I sell my house. I lived in a in a very nice house um, I had uh, my gym business and I had also started a consulting company that worked with business owners a lot especially in the in the martial arts and the gym industry and I had two partners in that very successful so at the same time, I sold out of both of those i um, sold my home and moved. A, my, gave a lot of stuff away. What I little I need, I put in storage, and I got a camper. And I wanted to to go about this full force on my own, alone. Uh, so then, you know, there was some there was some dark there were some dark periods there. Uh, I wouldn't say behavior wise because this is, this is different than that, man. I had already, I had already stopped drinking, you know, sometime before that. Um, and, you know, so
0: this is a time to so, rebuild. So, so real quick, like what made you decide, like, cause you had already been doing right. Different doses at this point, right. You've done half a gram. Like what, yeah. what, what made you finally just say, Hey, I'm going to sell everything, take a camper and go out on my own and go through well, this, like, what, what was well, it? Well, I think this is just, that's just my
1: personality manifesting my true self. I think, you know, to what I'm, what was going on inside. I wanted to discover that something that I, you know, something deeper about myself or whatever. So yeah, I don't know really how to explain it, but it's i uh, I've always been pretty extreme with what I do. So I'm, I'm not going to dabble in it. I'm going to go full force into it gotcha. um, And and rebuild myself fully if you can change yourself for a little bit why can't you change yourself for a lot
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, so i you know i wanted to i wanted to approach that and at this time for me also it wasn't really about greatness and about you know i hadn't really came to a lot of those those revelations yet that have kind of led me to where i am now and how i think about you know what i'm doing or whatever but right. um I just wanted to be mature about my growth and, and be realistic about where I could go and really put something in it, into it. And, you know, you know, find out more about myself. So I'm in this camper and, uh, and it was a great, it was a great experience, man. It was a great period of time. Um, I, I learned how to spend time alone. I learned how to just cook meals at night alone in my camper and jam the music. I learned how to sleep alone. And not have girls or not have someone that you depend that you that you need or whatever, and then' to just be on your own so i i I taught myself all this, and this is all through I feel like the acceleration of it. I did it quickly mm. by by you know using small doses of mushrooms um so my first bigger dose that I had um is actually gonna be the story I'm gonna tell you is gonna be my next tattoo and uh. I just haven't, I haven't got it. You would think that this was like a big thing that I got then, but I've just been thinking about this tattoo for a while. Um, so I, I start to leave my buddy Robbie's house one night and he had this big bag of, uh, purple penis envy.
0: Okay. Very um, strong.
1: Mushrooms. Yeah. Very strong. (laughs) One of the strongest
0: ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It was a very strong strand. And, uh, we were just now, we were just starting to kind of talk about and understand like different, wow, different strands are stronger and do slightly different things or whatever. Um, So I was leaving that night and just like he had did in the, in the past, man, this guy is great at not putting any pressure on you or whatever, but just he's, he's so in tune with his own ego and everything. He understands that, you know, sometimes you want somebody to do it for yourself and sometimes they, they, you know, and this is a good thing to remember about relationships in general, whether you, are a couple guys and you're getting your friends involved in, in this type of thing that you're on. Right whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, on the path. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just, or if it's not one of your buddies, it is one of your relatives, your mom. You know, I've been- A lot of of people are in
0: that situation, yeah, with their spouse. uh, Exactly,
1: other people. um, And it could be your your girlfriend, it could be your Mm -hmm. boyfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And these relationships, you want to see growth out of these people, right? But you just want to keep in mind that you're- that you want them to grow for you, them mm-hmm. right yeah. and be yeah be very conscious to whenever you're trying to get them to do something for you right yeah. and also people are on a different stage we're all on our different stage in this life of where we are um in our mm-hmm. in our journey and our progress of our yeah. maturity and our wisdom our yeah. you know our relationship with God and spirituality and this type of thing, we're all in a different spot and it doesn't matter how young or old you are. You, you're at a different spot and it's, yeah. it's got to be done slowly and naturally and organically without mm. manipulating people and things like that. So yeah. my homeboy is like, here, I'll, I'll send some with you. And, uh, and he was like, I'm going to take some right now. And I was like, and he didn't say, let's do it together. You know what I mean?
2: oh uh, yeah
1: and i was like All right, i'm gonna take off he was like here take this before you leave mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i'm telling you man one of the best gifts you can give to somebody is to say hey go take this on yourself by yourself
0: yeah go take
1: yeah, this by yourself yeah.
0: exactly you
1: know what i mean that's one of the best gifts that you can give mm-hmm. to someone because you will learn so much more by yourself yeah. than you will nobody else can help you bro now they're not they're not on this spiritual level we're not you know what I mean? We're getting help from something much deeper, is how I, I think about it. Yeah. So, anyways, he mixed up a big handful
2: mm-hmm. of
1: these purple peanuts, Embi, with some peanut butter. Okay. Right. And I scarf it down. I drive back to my camper. Before I make it, before I make it to my camper, all right. And I might have been, this might be 30, 40 minutes after I've taken it, maybe a little bit longer. Okay. But not much. And uh, I didn't make it back to my camper. I got so nauseous. I got out and I threw up. Oh. I'm talking about I I was fucking purging. Yeah. Because I was driving. I had so much. I had so much anxiety. It was, ah, man, why did I eat that? Why did I take that? What yeah. the fuck, man? Now I'm going <laughs> to be this all night long. <laughs> and I just pulled over and just barfed. You know? <laughs> and then you get that feeling after you barf where you're like, A little bit better but you can tell that it's kind of still there so i get back to my camper and i just go lay down Mm -hmm. you know i go back and i lay down and this was my first battle this is my first battle that i had okay so we're talking about a handful bro is probably somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe five six maybe seven grams
0: and that's penis envy right and that's like double or triple the strength Of a normal mushroom, right? Yeah, yes. He hands
1: me probably a six to eight gram concoction of purple penis envy and peanut butter. I eat it. I go back to the van or go back to the camper, throw up, go in the camper. I'm laid down and I'm just battling, bro. I'm not. I didn't get myself in the right frame of mind that I needed to be in. This is new uncharted territory for me
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, i i kept going to the bathroom trying to take a shit like i felt like i had the flu or something i could take a right. shit throw up whatever and when i would go into the camper bathroom i would look in the mirror mm-hmm. and it was terrifying it was mm-hmm. terrifying to see if you know really Kind of really what you look like, and deeper. Yeah, in the yeah You yeah. know, so, I mean, I'm just giving some people some insight about mirrors. Uh, I wouldn't say that you got to stay away from them. Just beware if you look if you if you're on a big dose of mushrooms and you look in the mirror, you're gonna see yourself for for what you are. There's no there's no dysmorphia about it. You will see yourself. You'll yeah. see your thin fucking hair, you'll see your saggy skin, <laughs> you'll see you'll look like death. You're like, I'm so fucking old. What the fuck? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Or or you'll see you'll look into your eyes and see, holy shit, this is just a body and I'm a soul inside this body. You know, it's so just mm-hmm. beware beware of mirrors you know um but it's a fun experience it's cool to kind of you know it's that's a that's a mind shift in itself just that little thing right there and uh you know i wasn't even expecting it so um i call this girl that i'm talking to at the time and that was just terrible that was not even a good experience (laughs) at all it was it it wasn't even we didn't even have good conversations at the time it was just totally no and so that just did not go right at all I was just like, why the hell did I do that? Whatever. Just trying to grasp what's going on and just battle to just fucking stay in there. I didn't know what's going on. Um, So then I was like, "Uh, dude, I got puke in my fucking beard and all this. I need to take a shower. Maybe that'll feel better. So I get my ass up, go to the shower, and I turn on the shower. And one thing about my camper, it could make some hot water. It could make some hot fucking water. So – um, I noticed so I put on the shower. The cold didn't bother me, but the heat felt great. Okay. The heat felt great, bro. <laughs> and so I'm turning on that heat, and I'm like, Wow, this is bringing me back to life." I'm not moving, but it just feels great. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It just feels, oh my gosh! And this is better than than how I was feeling in my bed. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So now I start to get confidence and out of my head and worrying about feeling like shit Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: just that little feeling of good kind of turned the situation into the next thing, which was, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just going to sit here in the fucking hot shower. (laughs) I'm just going to sit here in the hot shower and just love it and not think about shit and just love it. You know? And I'm just like, wow, this feels so good. Man, I wonder if I can get it hotter. So I got it hotter. Now I got this thing fucking scalding and (laughs) So I get up and I'm like, I'm gonna shut my bathroom door and get it real steamy in here. So I get up and then I get the idea, the bright idea to turn the heat on in my camper. And it's already summertime outside. (laughs) So so I turn the heat on in my camper. I shut the bathroom door, got this scalding hot water, and I'm just sitting there like, oh, I'm one with the flames or something. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It just fire has never felt so good this is great man Mm -hmm. and then i get this feeling okay next part i'm going to explain to you Um, i don't know if this is what people are talking about whenever they feel like they're communicating with someone from the other side or not i don't know i've always up until this point have have thought of that as you communicate you can see a ghost or you can hear their voice or something i don't know Maybe not. Maybe it's a feeling, and I could understand that because I got a feeling. Mm. No no visual, no voice, no words. Words aren't needed. It was a s- spiritual feeling, bro.
2: Right, right.
1: And that um, You're not going to know who this is, uh, but it's former UFC champion Evan Tanner. This is from the dark ages of the UFC where I was watching it, and a few thousand other people were watching it but that's about it right, right. it was not on, on the pay-per-views anyways and evan tanner was a was a guy that just some he was a different he was a different type of dude you know he had kind of found his way in life through martial arts and he, he was trying to find his way And I was Mm -hmm. thinking about him, and I hadn't, up until this point, I hadn't thought about him recently. Um, And I don't think I've ever even thought of him totally in these terms before. But the kind of guy he was, was he was just, he wasn't a special talent. He wasn't an athletic, you know, coordinated person by no means. None of this. Wasn't fast, wasn't strong. He probably developed strength from being so, you know, diligent in his training and things. He was a hard worker that was almost like expressing himself through fighting. And he earned his way to the UFC championship, right? And he won. He had a short career there. Um, But it was all part of a journey for him because he was constantly battling his demons. He had an alcohol problem. He had a drug problem. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to progress through this. But he's always battling his demons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that he ended up passing away was he decided to, hey, what's up, brother? He decided to take a, and this is just from people that I know that knew him or whatever. I did not know him personally. This is all just hearsay in the industry or whatever. Mm-hmm. He, um, he wanted to, he would take these trips out to the mountains or the deserts or whatever alone. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was on, he was, he was on some, he was on to something. He was trying to, he was trying to correct himself, you know, in a way, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, but that's how he was functioning. Right. He, he knew that he needed to do, got in the gym. He was, he was known for being a solo trainer, just working when nobody else was. And then he would go take these trips or whatever. So he took this trip out in the de- desert with his motorcycle um and they ended up they couldn't get a hold of him for several days and they they went out looking for him and they they found him dead he had dehydrated in the the desert um so at this time I got this feeling that Evan Tanner had came to me and it was just it was almost like it's not a voice or whatever it was just like a spirit type of thing um mm. uh, and uh, I knew at that moment that that, some, that something was trying to communicate with me and tell me that this is the same type of thing that he was doing. He was trying, but you have to be aware mm-hmm. of what's going on, right? right. You, don't right. Just, you don't just go into this all the way in and just say, fuck it, whatever happens. It's almost like praying to God to fix your problems, but you keep on feeding yourself fear and anxiety through your cell phone, right? You know what I mean? God can't help you that way. So my message that I was getting there was that you have to you have to be a part of this and to be aware and guide it through it. You know what I mean? Whatever it means that you have to be a part of this. You know what I mean? Uh, and that you could mess up and you could take it so far. So at that, I got up and I was like, "Damn, yes! If I, if I, I'm—it's getting hot as shit in here. At any second, I'm gonna overheat and fucking a
0: heat stroke or something, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Who who knows? So at that moment, I was like, "Wow, this is crazy. I just, you know, it was like Evan Tanner was telling me, like, this is what happened to me. I took it too far. I I tried to take it too far, too fast, and didn't have the patience and the wisdom or or whatever it was, and so." um that that whole thing was just a just a huge eye-opening thing that kind of like what you said I realized that I had been so full of shit before and being real with yourself and real with others yeah, yeah. is is very simple but it's something that we haven't all experienced you know so I had to have this real and this real logical realistic look of everything and when you're doing something like this, you got to find the truth in it, you know?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was a really cool experience. So my, my, uh, what I want to do to honor that experience is I found this picture of Evan Tanner where he has his motorcycle glasses on and a little helmet out there cruising in the desert with, the, with his beard back and uh, get that tattooed probably on my calf or something. But uh-huh. um, cool. yeah, that, so that's a, that's one of my cool stories. You know, um, the, uh, my Manifesta Voluntate tattoo of this, uh, this shit, it's kind of like, uh, mushrooms in the top coming down into, um, uh, a skull in the bottom.
0: Oh, wow. Right? I can't yeah. really see it that well, but I think I see the mushrooms there.
1: Yeah. The mushrooms. That's and
0: That's badass.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. You know, so it's like it's representing that your time is running out in the human form, right? And there's a skull, kind of the bottom is in a, the skull here, right? And yeah. I just wanted the mushrooms in there to kind of represent the death, you know, represent the death and rebirth type of thing or whatever. And mm. how, um, Manif- Manifesto Voluntate. Means to have clear intentions, and whenever yeah. you, and, and there's a there's a there has to be a reason why manifesta volentate means clear intentions, and what we think of when we think of manifest and manifest something is um, also about having control and having clear intentions. What you're trying to manifest, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this is just kind of a collaboration of all that. Um, you know, I got this big skull on my hand too, that is kind of like just staring me in the face all the time. It's, it's kind of like if you've studied any stoicism, uh, the, the idea of confronting death, you know, is, is big with, with stoics. it, keeps it like in the forefront that that uh, our physical body is, is running out of time, you know, and there must be something, there must be something greater, but at the very least, let's see what we can, we can do in this life. And not as, not as when it comes to money and what we call success and achievement, but on a personal side of, you know, growing to the, you know, your highest identity that you can have for yourself, you know, right. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Um, dude, I think I'm trying to think, I think next time, like I have another story that, that is even like, it's wilder than that. It would probably take a while to tie while to describe it. I'm not sure if I even have the energy right now because I put a lot of passion into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we but what, what, you got schedule another man? one for that one. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, man. So, um, I don't know what do you think what do you, you got any other any other things that you want to ask me
0: yeah yeah so um so up to this point right you you went out to the um what was it the forest in the camper were you in the forest or
1: yeah yeah it was kind of like a camp it was kind of like a yeah campground type of thing okay so um, then yeah but you, this it, whole this whole experience was inside my camper
0: right right okay so you stay inside yeah
1: yeah which is which can be a problem in itself you know um i found out that
2: Mm. that
1: being outdoors is going to help you because what what um, a lot of people describe as a feeling of oneness with everything and part of the universe if you're inside a car you're inside a house there's almost a there's almost there's literally um what would you say uh, magnetic particles that are blocking you from feeling this whole oneness. So when you're outside, you can feel how much space you have actually, mm-hmm. you know, and it may sound crazy, but I know that there's science behind all of these things. Like you're, you're in tuneness to what's going on and the way you can feel things definitely increases. I've, I've been um, another heavy. I haven't. I, yeah. I, this is what we're going to do. I'm gonna tell you this other story about me and Tyler, uh, me and my friend Tyler, um, doing a harvest moon thing. Okay. And then next time, next time, I'm gonna give you this whole, the biggest, the biggest life-changing one um, mm-hmm. that I've had was out in the, out in the desert in Las Vegas. Actually, right. I've done tw- two times big trips out in the desert by Las Vegas, um, but one time in particular. <laughs> One time was just a great, amazing time to just kind of see the universe on a bigger, you know, see more of things or whatever. And it was eye opening, you know, yeah. but uh, the other one was was life changing wisdom and knowledge that I use every single day now. Uh, okay. But that story is so freaking crazy, bro. I, I'm Next time we talk, I'm going to start when we start, I'm going to jump into it. Okay. and we're gonna crank it up because it's like a whole it's a whole movie so um yeah if it's cool with you let me tell you this this other uh, experience of this harvest moon
0: yeah yeah totally i can't wait okay cool cool uh,
1: anything else pop up before like out of what we've talked about so far
0: um so so up to this point you know we talked about how you went out into the camper and so are you still in the camper at this point for the harvest moon or were you pass that uh, no 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 no,
1: no yeah this is after this is after i moved out of the camper yeah my, my camper life it was very it was very like uh clear to me when that was over and i was like okay it's time to it's time to get back because also when i was in a when i was in a camper too i have kids so okay deal, yeah yeah spending time with my kids it was short-lived like my um my ex-wife was actually very cool with me at that time of letting me letting me go and explore you know like totally revamp things she you know she kind of knew that i was that i was uh that i was doing something i kind of needed to get it off the ground or whatever and, you know i needed whatever um, so i was uh that's what i did at that time so no this is this is past that time a little bit.
0: How long were um, you in the camper though before you left? Just curious. Uh, six months, probably
1: six, eight six months. months. Yeah.
0: And then this this next story is like how how long after that, do you think?
1: Um, uh, actually pretty recently after that. Yeah, pretty recently after okay. being out, out cool. of there. Uh, so yeah, so this story is is my friend Tyler. To, at this point, I don't think we'd ever, um, we'd ever um, did mushrooms together or anything. Um, so we're, we, uh, he was telling my friend Tyler, he thinks he's a fucking scientist when it comes to mushrooms. Okay. He's like, he studies the shit out of him. He thinks that, he, he th- you know, which he has very intelligent. I'm not going to, I'm not going to put him down. He, he does know a lot about it, but you know what I mean. I'm just kind of funning around. But, right. Uh, so he's, He's grinding them up and he's got the doses right and he's mixing <laughs> it with the orange juice and this and that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this right. is for this and that, and we got it time and he's got it all. I'm like, all right, cool, man. We're gonna do this and we're gonna enjoy this harvest. Full moon. He lives real close to the beach. And um, which, oh my, amazing. Um, where he lives in Goshe, Mississippi it is literally. He has a cabin surrounded by these beautiful pine trees that out of his back porch on stilts is a huge, beautiful marsh and swamp. Oh, wow. And some beautiful houses across there. And then you go out his back and you walk through a trail through these woods and then a white sand beach in the gulf of Mexico.
2: Wow. So,
1: brother, you do. Go to (laughs) Mississippi. That sounds amazing. Go to Mississippi Beach. Like, there's some stuff there that is very unreal looking. It's beautiful. So, even the first time I went over there, I was like, man, I live 20 miles from you, and I, I've never seen this before. This is amazing. Yeah. So we go, and uh, so he, he grinds it up. Uh, I wanted to do more, and I didn't know. I wasn't measured. This is my first time measuring, I think, so I wanted to do more. And uh, so I think he took six, and I took seven grams and drank it, and whenever you drink, grind it up and you, you mix it in some tea, put right. some orange juice in there, you drink it, it goes in your system a lot faster. Um, so another thing that's cool about doing it that way is that hump that you need to get over, that anxiousness that you need to kind of work through, mm-hmm. that, is fa- that can be faster too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If, you let, if you totally let go, that can be faster as well. Uh, right if you never let go though you're
0: never gonna get out of it uh, okay, when you so say let go it, what what do you mean by let go though stop trying stop fighting it
2: mm. stop
0: worrying about
1: it stop oh oh man this is gonna be a bad this is yeah. not gonna be a good uh, night or like uh, or whatever like uh, it's uh, uncomfortable. Uh, you start talking or something or start thinking start thinking or start talking that's how we do it yeah. Okay, think, yeah. think, 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 think. That's talking to yourself, talking, talking, talking to someone else. Mm-hmm. Stop talking, let go, and just let it happen. You're going on a trip, brother. You're going and, on a different, you know, going and to. This,
0: this is part of the intention, right? Like when you're going into this, part of the intention, and I think you've said this before, but the intention is so important when you're yes. going to these things. So you need to be, everything needs to be right. You need to know what you're doing mentally and all these things, uh, right?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like one, one time I set an intention that I was going to, um, love my city and my area where I was, uh, more, and I was going to experience it more and not feel like I was trapped there because I had kids there. And, mm-hmm. and prior to that, my ex had got remarried, moved to, um, moved to Louisiana and I was driving back and forth and I had, I had already changed my mindset to be able to move and follow my kids. And so at that point, I really had left my area behind me. And I was just like, Fine, I'm, you know, I'll make the most out of this, make it positive and follow my kids. Then she comes uh-huh. back. Then she comes back and I'm like, all right, now I hate this place and I want to leave. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, I want to enjoy my life here. I want to I want to be feel what it means to settle down somewhere. So anyways, I went um, and I went with that intention, took some mushrooms by myself dressed in the funky weird clothes that would that people would think what the fuck? Right. (laughs) I had some pink tie-dye things and some ugly ass sandals and shit and weird you know what I mean? (laughs) Probably a fucking Willie Nelson bandana (laughs) or something. Uh And something (laughs) like that. And I went to this uh small little festival they were having at a little downtown area. Walked around there, walked here, went there, went to this bar, did this all alone with the intention to kind of love my neighbors and see people to love them and love um, you know you know in my area i'm almost like a lot of people know me they recognize me and stuff like that right you know so it's a it's a it's a it's a feeling that i don't know i can't describe it but it's just a a feeling of people thinking that they know you they know your name and stuff but they don't really know you mm-hmm. you know and uh so, anyways, I wanted to get past that. I wanted to love my area, so I set my intention to that. Totally, that was a great night. I totally achieved that. That whole thing through setting an intention. Mm. I can't with the um uh, with the uh my one with Tyler. I can't remember exactly what the intention was that I was trying to do. I think it was it was more or less a. You know, growth to the next level. Yeah. Like. I wanted to see I wanted to see what the next the next thing was for me. Mm-hmm. right And, and uh, every time it's just you know wherever you are it's just kind of trying to figure out where to to go next or whatever. <clears throat> so um, another thing I was thinking about a lot with him was I wanted to solidify our relationship and take out any type of friction, any type of ego, any type of fakeness. And have mm-hmm. a connection with my brother. You right. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to achieve that. So just those little thoughts of, of like where to go with it kind of plants a seed in your mind and allows you to start to change that and start to work on that towards that. So uh, right. so we, we had built this big fire out behind his house. I drank it. I sat down, kind of like, oh. oh, there it is. It's hitting me. It hit me fast 15 minutes, 15 Damn. minutes of like, yeah. Oh, man, this is – it's hitting me. And I sat there for about one minute or so, just kind of like feeling real nauseous and anxious, trying to let go. And he's trying to build this fire, and the wind's blowing so fucking hard, bro. And and it, he's, he's trying to burn these big palm leaves and stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, just let it go. Let it go. And, and all of a sudden, he disappears. He goes somewhere. The fire's blazing, and I'm in there. In, like, 60 seconds, I'm in there. Fire blazing, wind going, he's gone. And I'm like, okay, that was cool. I I made it through. I made it through to the other side, and now I'm here, baby. (laughs) And I'm like, let's see. Let's explore. So I stand up. I stand up, and the light hitting on his grass right there was creating lots of light. And lots of little movements and whatnot,
2: mm-hmm. and so
1: I look down, and of course the ground looks like it's eating my legs, and, and uh, uh, like I'm standing, I, I could literally see up to my ankles and clear, what looked like clear, something right, mm-hmm. which who knows might be some type of magnetic energy around the oh, earth or something. Oh, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but I see, I could see, I was looking through it, and I could see the grass down there, and I could see it moving and breathing and all this. And then, wow. his, remember I told you about the marsh behind his house. So, mm-hmm. imagine about 20 feet of grass that's about five or six inches tall. Okay. And then a marsh of cattails and and um, all this grass that is about six to eight foot high. Okay. And a wall. Because when you're down there by it, you're looking into the marsh and it's, it's here. When yeah. you're up above his house, you can see down into it. Right, right. So, the fire is hitting that. And that wall, wall of grass, and it's hitting the grass, it's kind of doing the same thing as the grass. It looks just like a portal to a different dimension or something. Mm. And as I'm sitting there looking at it, I didn't even have to take a step forward. But in my mind, I was thinking about going into like another place, right? So (laughs) so I'm like, like, all right, I'm going to go into this grass, into Mm -hmm. this other place. And when I would start to think about that, I would back out mentally. Oh, that's scary. That's scary in there. Cause that's what I was, I was kind of playing with at the time. I was like, (laughs) all right. Cause remember what I told you, I wanted to go to the next level. I wanted to go deeper, find out more. So I'm just using this wall, looking at it, thinking, "Do you want to let go and go to the next level. You want (laughs) to take that leap (laughs) get close to the edge. And then back out. No, it's scary in there. It's scary in there, motherfucker. No, and I, no, no, no. You're brave. You're one with the universe. You're they, nothing can hurt you. You are the universe. Just go in. Go in. No, I can't go in. <laughs> so I, I had this like little, but it didn't feel bad. It was just. It was interesting. I was very aware. Very in tune. Um, at this time, I could have, I could have fought in a fight. At this time, I was really balanced and could, I could feel my body. I'm not like inebriated by no means. Right. I'm just seeing things in a different dimension or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm looking around, looking at my feet in the grass there. And then Tyler comes down. He's like, What's, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> I'm like, bro, I don't know. Can you not see the ground here? Whatever. <laughs> he, was like, I, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So let's go down there. And when we started to walk through the trail in the woods to the beach, Mm -hmm. we get down there and the tide Mm -hmm. is lower and there's no tide coming in. Okay. So there's something, I don't know the science behind this. I'm sure uh, Neil deGrasse or something could explain to you this type of thing, but the tide's coming in. Right. And then when sometimes the ocean is flat and, Basically, the whole gulf and everything was like a lake. Imagine that. It was nothing coming in. And it was so trippy to think, wow, man, this has something to do with the gravitational pull of the moon and all this. Oh, yeah, and people yeah. are sleeping right now, missing out on this beautiful, huge, um, just so clear harvest moon. Looking down on the, on the water, and it is... Just steel, man. It looks like a just a sheet of glass. The Gulf of Mexico, no waves at all.
0: Unbelievable. Wow. That's not normal. And, There's normally waves and stuff, right? In that, yeah. Act? I
1: mean, it's yeah. It's no it's normally a little shaky, and then it comes in. Shh, the tide comes in,
0: right? Right. You know, in the Gulf,
1: we don't have a big like a big wake because right. the, it's all flat. So it's just water coming in and out.
0: Okay, gotcha. You know,
1: so it was like coming in and out, out out so it's low tide and then it was okay. just sitting sitting just still sitting there. sitting there crazy and you could feel that the, the gravity almost like you couldn't jump as high you, you could i could almost feel it in my organs and i could feel a difference i know it wasn't in my head it was connected with that moon so my sense my senses were heightened to a, a, where i could actually feel something different and I wish somebody would fact check this and kind of like look into it and try to see what exactly this means for real. I'm just mm-hmm. explaining my experience of how it felt. Right. You know? Um, so it was just a glorious, beautiful night. Um, that night was also the first night. I would like to know this too. If you ever have a scientist on, that would be, that would be amazing. Um, because I've heard other people explain this. I've looked it up and whatnot. I started seeing lines between the constellations so i would see wow. you know the different oh, constellations right. and i would see the shapes of them
0: oh okay i see the what you lines mean. in between
1: yeah. them so the yeah, brightness yeah. of the star was so bright it's almost all right so you never notice wow. sometimes you look at a star and you're like oh that's why they draw a star like that
0: because it's going like this
2: right okay.
0: yeah yeah have you saw this before? You talking about like from one star or like multiple yeah, stars? Yeah, just from like, one star. Together. One star is so bright that when you look at it, you can see little points sticking off of it. Oh yeah, like it's like it's like almost like shiny or something, right? And yes,
1: like, yeah, and it's kind of fun. if you yeah, if you look at it just right, you see why a star looks like it has five. Yeah, things
0: like yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what okay, you mean. that's something you can
1: see with your naked eye. Yeah, but since your vision. Takes it, your eyes are where open, you're taking in more light. I guess it has something to do with that. So, those little things that go off of it, they would connect the constellations together. Oh, sure. and then I'm thinking, wow, somebody must have taken psychedelics, looked up and saw these and drew them together. Oh. And once they drew them together, then they said that it looks like something else. Wow, I don't know. That was just my thought. If you could, if you could look into that and get someone that's actually. Uh, yeah, knows yeah. more about that. You
0: take note uh, of that. That's interesting. I've never yeah, heard Yeah, brother. That.
1: And I, I looked this up. I, I've, I've read about it a little bit. And a lot of people have said that. And they even said that they, they kept seeing it after they, they got off the mushrooms, which is the same experience I had. About several months after the mushrooms, I could still see lines in between stars. Wow. So, anyway, that's just like a side fun thing, I guess, but I would like to know more about it. Um, yeah
0: totally that's interesting i've never actually looked at the stars when i've been on a big dose of mushrooms before so now i'm interested in that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's um, pretty cool yeah man they're you're, they're yeah the stars if you're taking a bit very big dose lay on your back and you're looking at the stars in a clear sky yeah lots of geometrical stuff will happen like one time one of my las vegas trips out there oh uh, i was laying on my back and it just looked like Universes on top of universes, reprodu- like um, choo, 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 just like da, 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 layers. And sh- I was like, "Wow, yeah. I don't know what I'm seeing, but this this must be this must be a deeper vision of the universe or something." I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, back to my trip with my my buddy Tyler. Um, we go out there. We have some very deep discussion as we're kind of observing everything, right? uh we both talk about life we both talk about the way that we're going forward uh, we talk about the pursuit that we're both on we're on the same path together and we and it helped us kind of line up together where what direction we were going and yeah. ever since then me and him have been like two souls or one soul in the same body experiencing things synchronicities and things at the same time and Went, you know, kind of on the same thing. Yeah, hey, man, yeah I know. I you was mean. thinking the same thing, you know. And you, yeah, you, yeah, you're, you're connected. like
0: connected on that wavelength now. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, man. So
1: that's what I really got out of that, which can be really great in in doing it with someone else. So don't, you know, like I was saying earlier, is, is explore alone, but um, that's this is a way that you could use it with someone else to deepen
0: the relationship. But you see, you were you were doing it with somebody else that one had experience like you, and two, you both had the same intentions, and you both trusted each other already, right? So those are
1: great. Okay, great points. points.
0: Great points. Great points, man. Yeah, you definitely don't because you know some people some people listening they may say, oh, I'll try this with this person, and you know that that might not be the right person. You know, maybe you know you need to. You, it should really be somebody you really feel close to, connected to, comfortable with, that you can trust yes. your life almost. Like, that's man, how yes. close you have if to you be. Have, if you have any doubt that that person has any dark darkness of oh, you, Dude, yeah, especially
1: as it pertains to you, yeah, you don't want to get in there because it's all going to come to the surface.
0: Oh, It's man. all going to come to like the surface. Too. And you'll be like, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you mean. Yep.
1: Yeah. All right, bro. Well, that's, that's all I got for you today.
0: No, that but was next,
1: awesome. Next up. Uh, yeah, man. I wanted to share a few stories and, and, uh, you know, maybe, maybe help people out or something with my experience of it. But next time I'm going to tell you, uh, just a crazy story. So be ready for it. Be ready for it. Cause it's kind of hard for me to tell. There's some pretty, there's some pretty, uh, I don't know how to explain it, but there's uh, some pretty touchy politically correct things and whatnot in there.
0: No. Yeah. I think that was, that was a, those were two amazing stories that you shared and anyone listening, you know, who's contemplating possibly doing a major dose and stuff like that. I think this is really helpful. One, One thing I would ask like that tea you made, what was, what exactly was the recipe for that in case, cause a lot, you know, for me, I've, I'm interested in that recipe because I know like I've, I normally just eat mushrooms with like peanut butter like you did or chocolate or something. Yes. I never actually put them into a tea but that sounded pretty good. What well, what did you guys use? Um,
1: yeah, so that's, that's, like I said, that's my buddy Tyler's thing but the basic idea was to make some tea um, and I'm sure you could probably use any type of tea but there's probably a bet, you know, a way to do it. Maybe you have some type of lion's mane tea or something. I don't know, right? And you okay. you boil the tea, then mm. you take the ground up mushrooms and okay. you let it sit in the tea.
0: Okay, so you scoop you the dose you want into that boiling water, like just right, a cup. Yeah. You of turn it, the like the a boil cup.
1: Off, You turn the boil off. Let the boil simmer down, and then let it sit in the water for 15 minutes.
0: Like how much and, water are we talking? Are we talking like a big bol- thing? Your are bo- just like a serving size of water. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say not much more than what you're gonna drink.
0: Okay, or, gotcha.
1: Well, I mean, you gotta drink it all, but I would say not much more. One person, one cup.
0: Two gotcha. guys,
1: two cups.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. And okay. If you go
1: over that, you're gonna have to drink that too, which means more volume. Volume. So just try to keep it at one cup. You could okay. probably just even heat up a cup. Um, in the microwave. Real hot. Okay. Put that in there for like fifteen minutes. Gotcha. And uh and then we uh, we did we put some orange juice in there too.
0: Okay. I'll try that. That sounds pretty good.
1: Um, which there's something there's there's something to do with boosting your vitamin C. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some of people that. take the vitamin C, that. vitamin C vitamin C tablet or put some orange juice or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was. I, that was, two times i've done that two times i've done that both were uh incredible
0: and the uh, taste the taste is i got smooth. a lot out of what's that the taste is pretty smooth for that going down i mean drinking it
1: yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't bad no i mean that's another thing if you're gonna eat if you're gonna eat mushrooms or drink them or whatever you're, you're you know it's not a like a what's the what's the girl's name that played princess leia there's a psychedelics um, special on netflix that has sting and it has uh carrie fisher her name's carrie fisher and like okay. she said um, she was talking about lsd but she said lsd is not an easy drug to take mm. you know? and so it's not something that you're gonna you know that you're going to want to get that hit high from or whatever right. Right. it's not a drug that you want so same way with mushrooms it's not an easy drug to take because you know you got to get past the taste you got to get past a little bit of anxiety and go in there so it's not an easy thing to. you don't get anything good but if it was easy and it was just so you know oh these people are just escaping and, and they're so high and they're feeling great on it you know it, that's not what it's about you know right unfortunately right. you got to go through you got to go through a little bit of hell to get to heaven so to speak
0: yeah yeah exactly and i know like what you were saying before like you ran into that barrier at that at that um with um the marsh area behind the yeah. house and it brought back a memory for me when i was in costa rica and i was on a dose and i had the similar i was i was like bobbing around in the ocean for a long time and i remember i got out of the ocean because i got I think I was getting cold (laughs) sitting there for so long and I finally walked on the ocean and I went to this place where it looked like I don't know it just looked like there was dead carcasses and there was like it was muddy where the rest of the beach was clean and it was like swampy water and I just felt this energy shift and I was like holy and I was just like this is not a good place and I'm like (laughs) and I know what you (laughs) by by that like a different like
1: represented it represented a part of your mind kind of
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah man that's what i was feeling at the time yeah that's crazy man all right dude well dude i love talking to you about this stuff it's a lot of fun
0: yeah man this was great um so to close out for today i mean i'm really excited about the next one to hear the next story and everything um just any last tips you'd give for anybody who's you know if they're contemplating you know trying something like this for the first time um, uh, what would you say to them
1: Um, I would say start small, start very small. What's the worst thing that can happen? You know, look at it logically. Um, nobody has a bad trip from a small dose. You Mm. know, at least one thing. Work your way up. Once you once you kind of feel what it's about, you can start to increase. There's no big rush. There's no big rush. Um, but uh, also I think knowing that you you do have to. Go through something hard to get what you're looking for. No, know, knowing that and believing that, having faith in that, very important. It's very important. So any way you want to do it, whether you want to start small, you just want to jump in, you're going to have to go through. It's going to take time. It's going to take some work. You know, you're going to have to, you know, go in there. Don't think that you that it's going to be. If you're if you're worried about it, you're probably not thinking it's going to be easy and have fun. Mm-hmm. You know but, uh, it is a fun, it is overall a fun experience. You just got to realize that there may be a time where it doesn't feel fun. Yeah. yeah. Lean in, let it,
0: <laughs> yeah, let definitely.
1: go, lean into it, man. <laughs> and, uh, it's yeah. on the other side, the other side. Yeah. That yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. That
1: if it was, if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, um, and like you said earlier, like, you know going into these things with the right intention and and just like i remember when i did i did when i did mine the first time like i i just gave into it like you said i was just like i'm going to trust the mushrooms like i'm going to go into this and trust the mushrooms i'm not going to fight it like i'm not going to fight it's going to get scary right because it does it gets scare the shit out of you but just trust it right that was like for me that felt like like you were saying like that's so important And I think it was for me too. So. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, cool, bro. Yeah. Thanks so much, man, for being on. And um, I look forward to our next one and I can't wait for your fight coming up here in about two and a half weeks, uh, the 24th of Feb. So um, other than that, anything you'd like to say before we close out? Uh,
1: No, man, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. Thanks for having me on, dude. Uh, Tune into my fight and, and you'll uh, you'll see kind of what I've been working on in my mind. See if you can see if you can see my mindset, my mindset strengthening.
0: And when t- to refresh people's memory, maybe they didn't listen to the last one. Where can they go to to see the fight? Is it pay per view or is it like? Uh, yeah, there's a there's a pay
1: per view option on the BKFC app, BKFC. the
0: Bare Knuckle okay.
1: app. Yeah, okay. and uh, there's another one called Fight TV. Some people might already have That's that true. one. It's it's a cheap monthly subscription
0: too. Okay.
1: Uh, all you got to do is join it and uh, watch the fight. You don't have to continue on the subscription afterwards if you don't want to. So, okay. Um, I usually have a link on my like my Instagram and stuff like that.
0: Okay. So check out your Instagram. Got it. Yeah. All right. Cool, bro. Well, enjoy Florida, and I hope your training goes well. And um, talk to you later, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Thank you. Talk to you later. Later. All right, man. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, Welcome to Curative Mushroom.